There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ryan? Yes. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna from B105. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, Ryan. Good. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, doing good, doing good. Having a good morning. Having a good morning. It's... uh. It's raining here. It's St. Patrick's Day, so it's raining St. Patrick's Day, and um, yeah, about three people have said you're not wearing green today. I'm not wearing green either. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just don't care. I don't. Do you care about green on St. Patrick's Day, Ryan? No, no, not at all. I haven't worn green on St. Patty's in decades. Me either. Oh. <laughs> decades. <laughs> and by that, he means his entire life. Okay. <laughs> Usually I do, but I did not this time around. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of people doing it. Are you in? Where are you at right now? Are you in North Carolina? Yes, I am. I'm right outside of Charlotte, sitting on my ranch. Oh, you're hanging out on your ranch right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you gonna like go ride horses today or something? Well, it's raining here a little bit too. I rode all day yesterday, um, but I have a lot of interviews and stuff. So, with you know, since the show, my schedule's been all over the place. Yeah. I well, saw where you're mm-hmm. from. Sorry to cut you off, man. I saw yeah, where you're from. Ryan, do you do you listen to country music at all? You oh, love. Yeah. Love country music. Yeah. Luke Combs is uh Luke Combs is from uh, that area. Uh yep. and I saw you're near Kings Mountain. I don't know if you know who Jimmy Wayne is. I'm sure you've heard of Jimmy Wayne, but he's from Kings Mountain, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he had a number one song probably about 10, 12 years ago. Um, okay. So we've you know, all, okay. all the places that get attention are like Georgia and all these other states, but North Carolina's yeah. brought us some country stars. Yeah, we've got uh, Scotty McCurry. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got a couple of them. <laughs> okay, well, so you were talking about the show, and it has your schedule all busy. I've been watching the show. I know we're only, like, two episodes in, but I love it so right. far. And the point is you trying to find love. I guess, you know, you've made it. You're, what, 32? Uh, yeah, 33 now, but 30... I just turned 33 like a week ago. Okay, so you're in your early 30s. You haven't found mm-hmm. love. Have you tried all of the dating apps in the past before you did the show? Oh, yeah, definitely all the dating apps. I mean, you know, that was a part of my life for, I don't know, probably eight years. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but, you know, I've had relationships in between that, and, you know, you, they, they'll last a little while, and sometimes it's not the perfect match, and then, you know, you kind of join back on a dating site and, it just it misses the authenticity factor, and you, you get a lot of the infatuation, but a lot of times you, you're missing that, um, you know, that real deep connection that is ever, you know, that can last a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's what I'm going through right now with the dating apps. I just deleted all of them because I'm giving up on it. Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> she, did, she does this about every three months, right? Okay. <laughs> right. 
Okay, so do yeah. you have, I mean, I know we, we're not sure if you found love yet on the show, but mm-hmm. do you have any advice for single people like me who we're still out here trying, we're still looking for love? Do you have advice? Oh, yes. I Well, this is kind of like normal, I guess, but being patient was the factor for me um, and keeping my standards high. Um, well, not high, but keeping my standards in the top of my priority. Um, just because that alone kind of filtered out a lot. And, uh, you know, for a cowboy, I, I would say this, and I, I would speak it humbly, I guess, is that it's not it's not complicated finding a date. I think it's more so complicated finding that genuine connection. So I would tell people to keep their standards in the forefront, and then you just, you know, you can filter through the infatuation and the, the um, short-lived connections for the deep ones. Ryan, the best thing I've ever heard somebody to say uh, when it comes to dating, and and they're a lot like me, they're like, listen, I'm not dating to find a friend. Um, Dating is like an interview for a wife (laughs) or a husband. And I'm like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not out to hang out with people. Oh, oh, you'll meet somebody. You'll at least have a good time. I'm like, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I need to get married and have children. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's, you know, we have the intentional dating, and then you have those that just date to have fun, like have someone around them. And, you know, people like to mess around, but they don't like to mess around with a bunch of people, so they'll date someone for a short period of time with no serious intentions. And then those intentional daters – I think that's the phase of my life that I was in prior to the show. I was entering that phase, you know, um, and, and, you know, for guys, we spend so much time um, working on our lifestyle and getting our, our financial career set up. So we have something to bring to the table. So most of our twenties is spent on building a career and becoming a valuable man in your eyes, your family's eyes and in eyes that you think someone else would want to see. And so you spend that time doing that and, and playing around because you can't take too much too serious. And then you enter that phase where you kind of got your, got yourself a foundation and you're just ready for more, ready to open it up, I guess. Okay. So on the show, I mean, you're a farmer and they bring in all these city girls. Do you think that opposites attract? Is that a true statement? Uh, yes, I am. Oh. Well, I'll say this. I used to think <laughs> opposites attract like wholeheartedly, but I started to learn what those opposites mean. Is um, I feel, you know, I would say that most men look for understanding. So those girls that are from the city and everything, they don't have to do exactly what we do, but we do want them to understand who we are and understand what it, you know, uh, what we do and what it takes to be with us. Um, so that can't be too opposite. You know, they would have to somewhat have that understanding, but as far as their lifestyle and the things that they do, definitely because that opposite factor um, puts in that like interesting lifestyle. You know, they're, yeah. they're not so common that we don't have any interesting things to talk about and chat about. I mean, listen, this goes this goes both ways, too, because obviously you do have to have that – you have to have a person that's interesting enough that you yourself – don't want to be a hundred percent the same as that person from the city either. So yeah, that's yeah. interesting okay. for you on the flip side of looking at that girl, like, Oh yeah, well tell me about your life and what you do. Um, you don't yeah. want to be exactly the same, but you do have to be able to relate and be willing to try to understand the other person and yeah. want to know more. You have to be curious. And, right. Uh, you understand. Okay. Mm. All right, so what does your mom think about this whole thing? You with a whole bunch of women staying at your ranch? Well, okay, so my mom was on board. She, 
I've been single for a while, and my mom's like, you know, she was ready for me to open myself up and, and find <laughs> someone and take it more serious. So she was open for it. You know, she was kind of excited about it. And then she kind of got a little nervous there. Like in, <laughs> in the middle of filming, she was like, uh-oh, you know, based on, like, the way you're going to be portrayed and then the reality of, wait a minute, the whole world's getting ready to watch you open up, be vulnerable, be emotional. Um, so that kind of – because she has four sons. So she's oh, a okay. boy mom. Yeah, and so she's like protect her sons at all costs kind of thing. And uh, mm-hmm. so that kind of kicked in. And then she, you know, now she's just having fun responding to comments. <laughs> oh, oh she's re- wait, like, are you getting negative comments? No, so many different variations of comments. And <laughs> she is she is living in it right now. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, a funny thing is my dad didn't know. My dad found out during the Super Bowl commercial. I kind of hit it from him. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! I did. Uh, <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Was that on purpose? Yes, it was definitely intentional. That oh my is gosh. great. So, were you with your dad when he found out? Um. Well, no. He. I was wanting to be with him, and I wasn't. And they played the first commercial during the halftime show right before Rihanna had stepped on stage, and he was like, he called me, and when he was calling, I was like, oh snap, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. That's a huge surprise. Yeah, I saw the commercial at the Super Bowl uh, when I was watching the Super Bowl. My friends instantly were like, Anna, you need to sign up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so real quick, when yeah. your dad called you, when your phone lit up and, and you picked up, what did your dad say? He said, is my son in show business? <laughs> oh, man, that is a loaded question. Uh, the way he said that. Was he okay yeah. with it? Uh, well, I, the reason, one of the reasons why I kept it from him is because I think based on his viewpoints, he may have, like, you know, pushed back against it at first. And then I was really excited to surprise someone. So, you know, with it being my dad, I had to include my mom because there are women and I wanted her advice and I wanted her to communicate with the girls and stuff. And I, that was more, uh, you know, critical for her to be there and be a part of it. But not so much my dad and my dad would call me and he would say hey you want to go fishing this weekend and i would come up with an excuse and he's only like 20 minutes from my ranch so <laughs> yeah yeah and he's wow. active in my life so he's like well he, he called me one day he's like you know what? i'm over it and i was like what is it he said i haven't seen you in almost two months i'm on my way to your house now and he got <laughs> here a day after we wrapped filming Oh, okay. you got lucky. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, all right. You're right. You're right. Come on over. As, the, like, the final, like, truck is pulling out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, where are all these tire tracks from? You oh, know? my gosh. That's such a big secret. That's yeah, crazy. it was so big. And my ranch hands, they almost let it slip because my dad was like, man, y'all done a lot to the place. And they were like, oh, yeah, the production. And they, they stopped. And he was like, what were they talking about, about production? And I was like, who said anything about production? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gaslighting your dad. No, like, nobody, God. what? What are you talking about? <laughs> production? Yeah. Production. Wow. That's crazy. Um, well, Ryan, I mean, this has been great. I just have to say, like, side note, I've started watching the show. You're my favorite farmer. Oh, I know. So a little fangirl moment. Um, I'm glad yeah. that you reached out because this was really cool. I 
I was so excited. I came to work, and I'm like, you guys won't believe who we're interviewing. <laughs> Ryan, I, too, would like to jump in now and say, as a fellow farmer, uh, oh. <laughs> I grew up in Iowa. Yeah. That's true. Everything yeah. I'm about to tell you is true. Um, I am embellishing quite a bit, though. I did grow up in Iowa. I did grow up on uh, 26 acres, Anna. Ooh. And, uh, I, you know, I was in the FFA. Me and my twin brother did not do squat with it. Our dad <laughs> raised our cattle. And, uh, I, you know, what was I going to oh, oh, hold well, on. Look One at you thing. now. You're I bailed hay, bailed hay during the summer. Worst job ever. And I detasseled corn. <laughs> Second worst job ever. So I just, as a uh, wannabe farmer to a real farmer, I just want to yeah. say congrats. And I hope that uh, everything uh, goes your way because uh, this, there's a lot going, riding on this for you, I think. Right. Yeah, it's definitely big. There's a lot of obligations, more obligations and values and just so much to shed light on who I am as a person and the whole lifestyle. My grandfather started in the 50s and I'm a third generation. And, you know, growing up, I always thought to be a man, I had to be a cowboy. I mean, at three, Aww. four years old. Yeah, watching my uncles train horses and just cowboy up, you know, yeah. and I was like, man, that's a man. You know, you know, and that was my whole image. And I was like to make my grandfather proud and to, you know, what I what I think represents, I, I needed to be a cowboy. So yeah. like Toby Keith said, I, I had to run a rope oh, and ride. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, you know, this reminds me of when my twin brother and I sang the national anthem at the rodeo in Iowa. Oh, back my in the day. God. OK, and, uh, Jesse. We, we, uh, we <laughs> <You're done. laughs> mutton busting was always my favorite. <laughs> And no, anyway, all right. Uh, That's enough about me. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, hey, congratulations. Uh, we're talking to Ryan Black from Farmer Wants a Wife. It's on Fox. Uh, the first two episodes have run. When's the third episode on? Is that tonight? Wednesday nights. This yeah, coming Wednesday. Wednesday night, the third episode? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every Wednesday and the next day on Hulu. And, and one last thing. What has your dad said so far since the show has been on? Is he like telling everybody to? I mean, is your dad? He's clearly watching this week to week, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> since I've been so busy, we actually took one of his cattle to the processor, and he got, you know, seven, 800 pounds of meat. And he called, and he's like, listen, I know, you know, you're a jet setter now. He's like, don't forget about the little people. If you don't mind, come have a burger with us. I got plenty of ground beef. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Aww. That's great. And, and, and did you ever, in your wildest dreams, think that your dad would be watching a show like this on TV? <laughs> no, he does not watch this <laughs> at all. And he, he, he's definitely watching this show, but he doesn't watch any reality dating shows. And um, it's just, it's so much for him. It's overwhelming. He's, he's laughing, but it's still overwhelming. He can't believe he's watching it and supporting it. So, yeah, it's This rich. is so funny. I know. This is so. I, I want to talk to your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> Brian, you and I have a lot more in common than, I'm not even joking now. My dad is a farm kid. Like, it would be the same. Like, I've. He doesn't even right. like the fact that he has to use an iPhone these days. Yeah, but here's the so, difference. Jesse would never join a dating show. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably. I'm too scared. Yeah. 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 It's that factor of being open and everyone seeing. Like that that night, we had 3.6 or 7 million viewers tuned into Fox the first episode night. And I was like, wow. I was just blown away. I was like, man, this is insane. Yeah. 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 Oh, a, it makes me nervous. Eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, well, hey, man, thank you for chatting with us. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah. And uh, we're glad that uh, we were able to uh, get to know you a little bit more. And, uh, yeah. you know, I know this yeah. show has created some marriages and some children from what I read. So, uh, like in other countries? In other countries, yeah. yeah. 
over the years. Uh-oh. So. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Tell your, mm-hmm. tell your mom to get ready. <laughs> All right, man. It was great chatting with you, and hopefully the rain lightens up today so you can get some stuff done. Thanks, Ryan. Yes, All right. Talk to you. All right. Take care. See ya. See you, buddy.